my name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I am super excited to welcome back our special guest, Dr. Kelly Halderman. We did a, a version one of this a couple months ago, um, and we're going to expand upon that. But Dr. Halderman um, has completed her family practice medicine internship with the University of Minnesota, has a naturopathic medical degree from Kingdom College of Natural Health, where she is current academic dean of students. She holds certifications in methylgenetic nutrition by the Nutrigenomic Research Institute, a certification of the American Functional Neurology Institute and Funct Functional Neurology, and she is uh, currently working uh, on completing her PhD in clinical nutrition, has certifications on plant-based nutrition from Cornell University. So welcome back, Dr. Kelly. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks, Dr. Joel. It's great to be here again. Yes. So, so what I'd like to talk about is just sort of summarizing what we had talked about last time, because I did get a lot of feedback on how um, insightful it was for the people that watched it, but there was a couple of more question marks that were raised. So we talked about, um, as you know, I work with uh, people that are suffering with fatigue and exhaustion and HPA axis dysfunction and adrenal fatigue. And um, we talked about the role that detoxification plays on that. So if we can get into that and pick your brain in terms of, you've coined the term called detoxification 2.5, but now we also have zero, one, two, 2.5 and three. So kind of catch us up in that and what that, all that means. Sure, so traditionally we, we were taught in medical school, chiropractic school, of uh, the phases of detoxification were one, two and three. In 2008, researchers discovered phase zero, and phase zero is basically entrance into a liver cell or a kidney cell. So just for simplicity's sake, let's just focus on the workhorse of detoxification, which is the liver. So you have your toxin, and your toxin can be an exobiotic, which is referred to as a xenobiotic. That can be drugs, toxins. It can be dietary substances. And you can also an endobiotic. And endobiotics are things like thyroid hormone, cholesterol, other things that we make or we have in our bodies like vitamins, and they need to be detoxified as well. So they, they move in to the liver cell through the movement um, phase zero, okay? And then once they get into the liver, they um, undergo phase one. Phase one is oxidation, reduction, hydrolysis. They, they, the components um, are made a little bit more reactive, and so phase two has to step in. And the goal of phase two detoxification is to make those phase one products water soluble. And so we're hooking on molecules such as sulfur glucose, sulfation, methylation, glucuronidation, amino acid conjugation. We're hooking something onto that molecule, that toxin, in order to get it into the bile, right? So that movement of that, that nicely packaged phase two toxin into the bile, where we would uh, have it be excreted, and that would be referred to as phase three, that movement through that door is called 2.5 detoxification. And we talked about how that can get actually shut down under states of inflammation. So when I was sick with Lyme disease, and I actually was diagnosed with MS, when I was sick with Lyme disease, well-meaning practitioners were slamming my body with things that were upregulating phase one and phase two, trying to open up my detox pathways. Well, my phase two door was shut. I was inflamed. I, my gut was horrible and gut inflammation, LPS, uh, endotoxin, will also shut down that door. 
all these things in my body were, were, were not, um, you know, I had Lyme disease, so they were shut down for a good reason. So the toxins that were being made, the phase one and phase two upregulation, they're going right back into my blood. And I was feeling horrible, brain fog, acne, weight gain. I, I was falling apart. My adrenal glands were suffering, all the inflammation. And so what really helped me was when I discovered that I actually fixed phase 2.5 and that made all the difference. The weight came off, skin's glowing, my gut's working really well. And so I really want to shout it from the rooftops that phase 2.5 comes first. We have to fix phase 2.5. We have to look at inflammation in our patients. We have to look, always look at their gut function, you know, look at their estrogens, high bad estrogens will shut down phase 2.5 as well. And so will a couple other things and I'm sure, um, We'll revisit them as we talk. No, that's awesome. So just to summarize that, that 2.5 is the window for phase one to go into phase, phase two. Is that correct? Or phase two to go into phase three? Phase two to phase three. So if you think of the exit strategy out of the liver, yep. Mm-hmm. Exit okay. strategy into the bile. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Sorry. That's why. It, it, okay. So as far as um, your, the 2.5, there's a bunch of things that will, will slow that down. That has a lot to do with uh, adrenals being tired as well. So um, can, can you get into that a little bit in terms of, hey, how do I know if my 2.5 is slow or what are the things that would impact that, that I would think that that's something that pertains to me? Sure. So my partner, Dr. Eric Belkavich, he was asked this question. He said, um, an interviewer asked him and he said, what percentage of patients do you think that, that this phase 2.5 may be impaired? And he literally said pretty much all of them, because if you have something going on in your body physiologically, let's go back to the, let's go back to bile. Let's go back to how important bile is. Bile plays a role in thyroid hormone regulation in cholesterol metabolism, in gut function, the migrating motor complex. It goes, it, it um, keeps your bile, bile keeps your, your gut very acidic so that pathogens aren't ruling in there. So really when, when your bile metabolism, and this is what we're talking about too, because phase 2.5, it's, it's the movement through, but it's also manufacturing bile and getting it into the liver. And it's also, that's coupled with phosphatidylcholine status. So I really, I don't, I don't mean to cast this big wide net of who this could be affecting, but yet it is so critical. The con the, you know, the, the very constructs of bile, what it does physiologically are so far reaching. I know that when I was in medical school, I really didn't appreciate the wonderfulness of this golden acidic sludge as much as I did. And I started to learn about that from the shoulders I stand on the giants like Eric, Dr. Eric Belkavich, and really looking at the studies. I mean, if you look at the studies, if your bile isn't flowing, you're in trouble. I will say that there was a paper published uh, Halloween 2018, just a couple weeks ago, that linked bile acid metabolism issues with MS. Interesting. So really, and again, I answer that question in all honesty. I have yet to have a, a person in my care where their bile flow couldn't use a little help. Right. So, so, okay. So, and then um, when I first started to get into adrenal fatigue and I was suffering my, my, myself with exhaustion and then, you know, I've later learned that it's not so much the adrenals don't produce, it's there's a feedback loop and there's a lot of other mechanics that impact. 
the, the way that we handle stressors. Um, but the bottom line is, is that stressors being multi-folded in terms of chemicals, toxins, sprays, stress from family and, and relationships, uh, work traumas. So would it be fair to say that those same things that would impact an HPA access would be the same things that would close down a 2.5 window kind of thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And then you're, you're looking at the, the orchestrators of inflammation. I have learned in the past year are the mast cells and you know, there's a lot of inflammation that goes on in different pathways, fentanyl reactions and things. But if you're constantly insulting your mast cells and they're constantly needing to degranulate, they degranulate things like TNF-alpha, IL-6, and those are nasty cytokines and they're spurring on inflammation. The histamine that's coming off of your mast, your mast cells, it's actually degranulating, it's a, degranulating the mast cell. It's just a vicious cycle and getting cut off in traffic can degranulate your mast cells. So, you know, if you're, if you're mad at your mother-in-law, but everything else is perfect in your life, it's still going to cause inflammation. It's still going to shut down these, these, these essential pathways that we're talking about for adrenal glands, essential pathways for detoxification as well. And so, so for the lay person, when that happens, when we detoxify, we, we physically got to remove it from the body. Is that basically that is what's right. happening? Right. That is right. And the workhorse is the bile. The bile carries those toxins to the toilet, through the intestine right. to the toilet. Yep. Right. Okay, great. So the other thing we mentioned that on our last talk was a lot of people that asked me about this, where it resonated with them was, if you can go over again, for those that do glutathione and, and it doesn't work for them. So tell us how that's related to the 2.5 window and, and what's going on there. Sure. So I have personal experience with this where, again, well-meaning, brilliant practitioners, I was in their care and they were doing the best that they knew. I would take glutathione for uh, some time and feel really good. Like, wow, this, this is great. And then just hit this wall where I really think it was starting to make me feel worse. And then I'd try it again. And sure enough, I'd get the same response. And what was happening is that if you're, if you're, 2.5 is compromised. If the window is really, really small, I, the door is really small because of inflammation and things that are just making that very small, getting those toxins out. If you step on the gas and create more phase two products that need to get out the door and they can't, they're going to go back into your blood and you're going to feel not good. You're going to have brain fog. You can have Again, it can manifest in many different ways. Weight gain. We hold on to weight because it's protecting us. Why would you, your body want to lose weight if you need it to store toxins? I see the weight fly off when we get the 2.5 door open and we get the toxins flowing into the bile and the bile traversing the, these, the intestines to get into the toilet. That's our ultimate goal is into the toilet. So is that kind of answer that, that question, Dr. Joel? Yeah, no, that's yeah. wonderful. That's awesome. So um, as far as it's just basically you haven't fixed the mechanism and it's just forcing more, um, you know, more volume into a deaf ear, so to speak, and it's not registering. It's not right. being able to go anywhere. Is that correct? Right. That, of, is, that is correct. And I will say that uh, in the past month um, since we spoke, I have actually discovered the gene that codes for the MRP2. So that's, that's uh, part of that door, that 2.5 door. And so interestingly enough is that when I went back and I looked at my bad detoxers or really 
people that just, they, it just seems like whatever we do, we're just, we're taking two steps forward, one step back. And you were just really not, you know, then two and then one, we weren't really getting anywhere. They have tiny little 2.5 doors. That's the way they are born. So of course they're going to be bad detoxers. They can't get the toxins out. They can have perfect phase one, perfect phase two, and maybe even a, a lower toxic load. Maybe those, those, maybe if those patients who try so hard, they eat organic, they don't have bad deodorant on, they, you know, they do everything right, but it's not fair because they might be comparing themselves who have a giant 2.5 door and those people can smoke and drink and whatever, and all the toxins go flying out. That gene is called ABCC2. A is an apple, B is in boy, C is in Charlie, C is in Charlie, two. There are three RS numbers that are clinically relevant, and I'm going to give them to you guys. I haven't given out, but here, here we go. So RS, 3740066, So that's the next one. So the next one starts with a seven. Seven one seven six two zero, And the last RS number is 227-3697. So it would be interesting if you have some weight that you can't lose, or you know, you, you have a, an illness you can't get over with. It'd be interesting if you just look and see, like, do you have any uh, SNPs? Do you have any SNPs in there? And then you can talk to Dr. Joel and he can help guide you through what to do. I will say that caloric restriction by 35% will help those MRP2s, will support them. And there was a paper that came out that also said that St. John's wort will also increase expression of MRP2. Now be careful with St. John's wort, that's something you definitely want to talk to your, your healthcare provider about. Um, it's not good for everyone. It has a lot of in, uh, interactions with medication. So I'm just citing the study for, for uh, educational purposes, but it's quite interesting. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that for sure. So um, what that means to a lot of people that um, aren't in the know, there's a lot of people that listen to this and then they, they, they're really smart. As you know, you work with patients that you got to make sure you know what you're talking about because mm -hmm. they'll know more than you. Yeah. So that thirst for knowledge always continues and goes and goes and goes. So then you do a genetic report and then there's an RS number that describes the, um, the specific uh, gene. And um, if, that, if that gene and enzyme is um, altered in terms of its expression or its efficiency to work, uh, either a plus minus, which means one parent has that uh, expression or a plus plus, um, both parents do, then those specific genes that you were mentioning would make that 2.5 window or door uh, a, a lot smaller. So um, they would uh, be in genetically set up to not be good detoxers is basically what we're saying. Great summary. Absolutely. Right. So, so then, and then, and then the other summary is that research shows that if you lower your, your caloric burden by 35%, did you say, or 30%? 35. Um, and there's ways that you can go about doing that. I like the bmrcalculator.com, and then you just click in there, um, your height, your weight, your age, your sex, um, and uh, you, it comes up with what your, your basal metabolic rate is. There's a way to um, do a correction factor where you, you, you times it by how active you are. So let's say you have 2,000 calories at rest and then another four or 500 at activity level. So you're, let's say for easy math, 3,000 calories, and then you need to you know, bring that down about 1,000 to be in that 33% you know, range. And that will help. And then the other things that will help is 
um, St. John's wort, but you got to be careful with that because of some of the impact that what was serotonin or what, what's the concern with the St. John's wort? I believe there's some, some mild contraindications when someone is on an SSRI. Again, don't run out and get it. Go to your health, right. go to your health care practitioner um, and talk, talk to them about that um, before you start. Right. Right. And then, and then you had one, what was the third one in there as well that you had that was supportive for that? So on the other side of, of supporting, not just the MRP too, but the whole manufacturing of bile, um, the manufacturing of bile comes down to looking and if you're genetically savvy, you can look at your pink genes to see if there's any, um, any mutations or in those and that can, that can affect, can you actually make bile? Because let's say you have a perfect MRP door, you know, like that, that what I just said, those aren't affected, but the, um, you have a propensity to not be able to actually make bile. And that's again, uh, the, the pink and the ACAT, then, then that's going to be a problem. So, um, you know, I designed a product to help, um, not only myself, I don't have a gallbladder, my pink jeans stink and so do my ACAT. They're all bad. So of course I don't have a gallbladder. I, I, everything was messed up from the beginning. So I created a product that, that is good for people with gallbladders as well, but it has bile support in there. So there's um, taurine and glycine to help actually make the bile. You can take pantothene, which will also help make the um, acetyl-CoA. Um, and su supporting the, the ACAD is a, a little bit tricky, but um, it can be good. The ketogenic diet's pretty good for that. Um, and, then, and then actually pushing the bile through. So artichoke and bitter herbs. So that's in the 2.5 uh, detox product that I created as well. Um, and that'll actually help just squeeze that bile out. And then we always want to think about phosphatidylcholine status. So um, in the people I work with, I like to check phase angle. So if anyone out there is familiar with that, if your doctor has a, a phase angle device, you can look at that and kind of get an idea, an indirect idea of your phosphatidylcholine status, because you need phosphatidylcholine for your bile to be fluid. Have you heard of people with their sludgy bile or they had cholestasis of pregnancy or, you know, or they have that, that, that right upper quadrant pain. So that can be just a phosphatidylcholine deficiency. So of course, foods are the best sources, but not everyone can eat eggs and almonds and things. So um, there's a lot of good brands and, um, and Dr. Joel can help you um, with that as well. But that's, that's a really uh, important piece of having your phase 2.5 work. So lots of nuggets in there for sure. So as far as um, sometimes it's too much information in terms of, okay, I have these genetic snips, you know, am I, am I screwed for the rest of my life? And you're really saying you're not, you, it's lifestyle related. Um, I've said like lowering your stress footprint and obviously eating healthy foods. Um, of course we have these um, nutritional supports that you've um, put together. And I think from the last time that we talked till now, they're actually available, right? So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, so when I was um, taking intestinal binders, because in, intestinal binders will actually, um, they're, they're like your insurance policy. So if your bile is actually flowing and you have your toxins that were, that were escorted in and, and you're trying to get them out to the toilet, you, want to make sure that they get there. And a lot of times what happens is that our body works, especially with mercury, works really hard. We get in bile and then all of a sudden it, it, it gets reabsorbed. It's called enteropathic recirculation. And then it hits your brain and other things and it's not good. So if you're working at trying to lower your, your toxic load and um, 
and you're not binding, it can, it can kind of be, it, it's where you really want those binders in there. And I wanted something that's comprehensive. So, um, you know, like uh, chlorella, it, it, it'll bind biotoxins and metals. So people will say, well, get on chlorella. Well, well what about the mold and the LPS? So what I did is I, I created a comprehensive, it has a, uh, activated charcoal, has chlorella, it has a bentonite clay, and it has sodium alginate. It, it's covering a lot of bases. So whatever you're throwing into the, into the bile, Hopefully it's, it's capturing and helping it get in, into, the, um, into the toilet. So that's called phase three complete. Now, uh, if, if your practitioner um, doesn't have access to that, and, and I sent Joel a, a free bottle of it, so he does. Or, you know, if, or if you just prefer to, to take them piecemeal, I don't care. Like, I just want people to know that there is a, uh, you have to be careful when you really do start to push your bile. Let's say you're starting to make bile and your, your toxins are getting in there. I just don't want anyone to suffer because the toxins went back into their body. So I just want to make people aware of that. And then again, the phase, phase two product, it just helps manufacture your bile, has some choline in there for a postile choline support, and it helps move the bile. Um, and if, if you want to just use bitters, bitters work too to move the bile. But um, the workhorse in my product is the artichoke combined with the bitters. There's a lot of research that would support that. And so um, really excited that those are uh, that those are um, out and ready to be bought. And for myself pers personally, um, I don't have a gallbladder as I alluded to, so I'll be taking those with my meals as well because I just really need that help to get bile moving. So the phase two, the phase two point five, or is is the one that you're taking with the meal, and then the phase three complete would be how long after? Would you at, do that? at nighttime, typically, um, the protocol is for four to six weeks you'd want to take uh, about four of the 2.5 about an hour after dinner. So four capsules of the 2.5 after dinner. And then an hour later, you're going to take four of the intestinal binders. Because imagine you took 2.5, it opened up the 2.5 door, and then you want to bind those toxins. So an hour later, you want to take that phase three. Don't take it with other supplements. Don't take it with medication. A binder will bind. So be careful with that. And then, and then if you need more support for bile, which I obviously do, you can take the 2.5 with your meals because it's going to help make bile move bile. Got you. Okay. And then um, as far as what would they be, they'd be feeling better movements. They'd be feeling, what would be some of the things that they would be seeing some improvements with? How would they know it's working? Well, I, and I think it comes down to what that person's dealing with. So, um, you know, let's say that, this is a perfectly healthy person. They feel really well. You know, they re they've recovered um, from adrenal fatigue. They, everything's going well, but there's still a couple pounds that they just cannot lose. Um, I, I really hope that this is going to open up those doors, really help those toxins get out and, and have the body say, oh, we don't even need that weight anymore. We don't need to be protected from that anymore. Um, I, you know, personally, um, digestion, it comes down to digestion. It comes down to absorbing my fat soluble vitamins. If my bile isn't moving, I'm not going to absorb my vitamin D, vitamin A. And I'm, I'm really kind of obsessed with minerals and vitamins at this point. So I'd like to see my fat soluble vitamin levels go up just by really getting supporting the bile. Right. And, and I, and I say that too, in terms of, I did a presentation the other day where stress will impact the weakest link. Right. And so 
Um, a lot of people will say, well, I don't feel like I have leaky gut. My gut health is fine. And then other people, uh, so like the same thing with what you're saying is you do a two point, you do the 2.5 support, you do the three support. And next thing you know, brain fog goes away, right? Because they're clearing out um, the sort of the whole bile. It's not being reabsorbed and their joints feel better and they're getting better sleep and, and so forth. So that's really what you're, what we're seeing with all of this, correct? Correct. So, so I, I hate to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot because I always try to make sure that whoever's listening to this get a someone. There's someone at my door and they're knocking. I'm like, I'm not going to answer the door. I'm I'm doing a podcast right now. Um, so, anyways, um, as far as uh, putting you on the spot, um, if if I what I like to do, Kelly, is I, I upload this to um, iTunes. I upload this to my website. I upload this to YouTube and Facebook, um, and they always ask me, Hey, like, you know, can you? Is there a, is a special promotion like a, a 10% off or any special deals? Can I, can you put a, a, a something together for me like that? Like a special coupon, no pressure or anything like that. Not to put you on the spot. Are you, Joel? I mean, absolutely. How do you say no? Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that will be. Can we call, we'll see. I have a, right. a cat who's running. Yeah, right, right. I don't know what that exactly will be sure. the promotion, but, um, somewhere in the, the 5% off or 10% off, um, you know, for your, sure. for, for your patient. Well, you know, usually it's a good little thing. Like, Hey, if I can start with a little bit of a discount and then, and then get it, get used to it and see how it works. So that's awesome. So what were some of the other things that, you mentioned that you learned about some, cause you and I like to geek out a little bit and I don't have much to geek out on my side of the things for you, but any new stuff that you learned, you learned about these oh, I, new- I learn from you every yeah. day, Joel. I, le- I like tune in to learn like what I need to know. So no, you definitely, okay. I, I'm very grateful for your knowledge base is enormous. Like you're one of the, probably the, the most gifted practitioner I met in 2018 and i'm, ah, I'm really glad much. to know you and your your patients are so darn lucky um oh, thank you yeah. yeah what did i learn so i i think what i learned um i love i love knowing i love that i found that gene that ties with the the actual 2.5 so and i'm right. not about treating the snips i don't treat the snips but i really like that a lot um i will say that one of my new favorite supplements, and I and I I don't I really am a minimalist. I'm really not all you know take a million things per day, but Tudka maybe we talked about that T U D C A. Man, the studies on that nutrient are amazing. It actually helps quell microglial activation. So in that study where they had the um, the bile uh, bile flow impacted and that being a big finding in MS. They, t- they actually have been putting these patients on Tidka and that's, um, it's um, quelling the, the TNF-alpha, the IL-6. It's helping with brain fog, brain inflammation. So it's not just a gut thing. And it actually reinforces this idea we talk about, Joel, of gut brain, gut brain, gut brain. You know, they are connected people, like the 100%. So um, I'm having a lot of success with, with the people who their weakest link is their gut and using the the tudka which is is just a bile bile acid but on the studies i'm i'm floored actually by um all the things and it ha- it actually uh, helps with blood sugar it helps diabetes it helps other things um my my new um passion is um nicotine riboside nr so those and i'm obsessed with cert 3 so we could probably do a whole you know conversation on that i'm obsessed with nad and those pathways 
So maybe we could do part three and kind of nerd out on some of those pathways. And um, it's been a game changer, big time game changer for me. So that would be a discussion. Did you put that in your, did you put that in your, um, your formulas or you weren't able to do so that? So there's only two, there's only two companies that, um, that have patents on the nicotinamide riboside. Um, and I don't know the names off the top of my head. Um, but you, you can't really get a hold of it unless you have billions, millions of dollars at this point. But those pathways um, and longevity, which in adrenal fatigue, inflammation, um, they are they're, it's super interesting. And then we could have a really good conversation and a, really, a call to action for your patients on um, this information. It's, it's brand new. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, so I'll share with you just a little a tool that I got. It's called, it's the role of stress and the HP axis in chronic disease management. Um, right. It's awesome. It's made by um, the Point Institute by Thomas G. Gillums, PhD. And there's actually a couple of um, enzymes that code for um, the, the whole cortical, um, the glucocorticoid receptors that I'm kind of getting into as well. So I'll, I'll hopefully be able to share that with you. Um, the other thing we wanted to talk about, just sort of maybe um, setting up for part three, would be um, mTOR and autophagy. We kind of talked about that a little bit. And so can you just give us what that is? Because that's sort of the brand new biohacking um, type of thing, um, intermittent fasting, you know, full fast mimicking diets, um, you know, getting the janitorial cells of the body, anti-aging. Um, tell us a little bit about that because I'm intrigued with your knowledge on that. And um, I said to Jason yesterday, I do these podcasts, not for the people, but for me to learn and then be able to, you know, oh, say, oh, yeah, I'm trying to help you too. But no, seriously, um, what, what, um, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So the mTOR pathway, mTOR stands for mammalian target of rapamycin, which is the, the pathway is the metabolic master controller. So you think of, of our body um, in catabolism and catabolic state, anabolic state, not cannibalism. You think of building and then you think of cleanup. So mTOR is the pathway of building. If when the, the, the sperm and the egg met, if mTOR wasn't in full bore, we wouldn't be here. So mTOR is very important. But what's happening is that mTOR is being over, overdone, overdone in our environment. The Wi-Fi, the, the glutamate issues, um, the, the, um, the protein drinks people have. There's a, there's a list of things that actually drive mTOR. And what happens is, is that when mTOR is overdriven, it shuts down autophagy. The Nobel Prize was awarded in 2015 to Dr. Nuri for his work in autophagy. So it is extremely important, a Nobel Prize in medicine for this. It, it, it's actually the cleanup crew. Just think of the cleanup crew. And that when your autophagy is in full bore, you're really cleaning up your, your cellular debris. Everything's really um, um, spick and span. And when your mTOR is really overdriven, your autophagy is shut down. And you can imagine what can happen when your autophagy is shut down. Shut down. Neurological problems, cancer, um, you know, spurring on of Lyme disease and mold and things that your body should just be able to get rid of. But if your body's not able to actually, you know, chew up and digest those, those end products, even the products of when you kill things like Lyme and mold, then you're, you're going to get stuck. You're going to have chronic disease issues. So my work in the Nutrigenic Research Institute was to look at those mTOR overdrivers and 
and really just start to educate patients on all the things that can push mTOR because they're cumulative. So if we're doing a lot of dairy, a lot of EMF, the glutamates, you know, actually methylfolate will push mTOR, push, 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 push. It's like, okay, some of those things are good, but we have to balance them. So you're right. The, um, the intermittent fasting and fasting in general will push autophagy. Berberine, lithium, resveratrol will push autophagy. Um, and, and I'm excited about the coupling that autophagy push with some of the, um, the NAD pathways and some things that we're probably going to touch on in another, uh, another um, podcast because those are longevity. Now, I, I, I think of myself as an anti-aging enthusiast, and I'm not talking about anti-aging and no wrinkles. I'm talking about having a strong, healthy body when I'm 80 years old. I don't want my parts to wear out. So I think balancing mTOR autophagy is absolutely critical to health. It's critical to uh, every condition that, that we work with, that we help along. So I'm really glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's almost like um, uh, autophagy is to sort of the, the cellular level as, you know, as the, the bioflowing is to the system level in that sense. Would it make sense? Like yeah, in terms absolutely. of, yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess, it, and that's where we come full circle. I always like to say we, it's like a Seinfeld episode. We try to tie all the loose ends at the end here, yeah. where um, basically we've talked the whole time about the role of getting toxins out of your body and, and making sure you're not just, you know, going bombarding into taking this and that to help with your, with your detox pathways if you don't understand what's the burden in the first place. And, and, and making sure that your windows are open or your doors are open to get them into the liver, get them processed in the liver, get them out of the liver. But at the cellular level, you have all of those same stressors that impact that, that impact the, the ability of the, the mitochondria and the cell itself and the way that the genes are transcribed in order to do a cellular repairing at the, at the, at the, at the, sort of at the cellular level. And it, it all kind of works together kind of thing, right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I, I think it's about honoring the perfect physiology that God gave us. I think that when we, when we have these ideas that we can take a million supplements and that's going to fix what's going on, we have to, we have to support the God-given physiology. We have the autophagy. We just need to learn how to, you know, not shut it off. We have the, we have the mechanism of bile flow. We have the phase zero, phase one, phase two, out through the 2.5 to the three. But it just it happens that we live in this toxic world and inflammation and, and you know, stress. And it, it, it just bombards us and it shuts down those natural detoxification. And that's why I like the way you practice, Joel, because you talk about, let's, let's, first of all, let's you know, get these foundations right. And that is so critical. I just go back to the foundations of every visit with people in my care. Just go back to the foundations because again, those are critical. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, I sent you, make sure you listen to those, those um, Dr. Marshall things. Cause I, I am honestly Forrest Gump with those. I listen to those oh, yeah. over and over and over again. And one of the things that he talked about initially is, you know, the patient's um, willingness and, and desirability and believability that they deserve to be healthy. You know, they can be healthy now. They can, you know, they are doing everything in their power to be healthy now. Um, they can be loved now. If you have that resonant and that, that energy that, you, you know, you've been sick for so long and you don't know if you can ever get healthy again or you're, there's uncertainty, 
that's not gonna, um, you know, the 2.5 and the 3.0, all those things aren't gonna work if, if that stuff's not working either. And that's where I think you gotta, you know, really keep it as, as complicated as this, as this conversation is. It, it, it's very simple in terms of just, you know, do what your, your sort of your grandma would tell you to do, right, in that regards. Absolutely. So, so, okay, Unless so, we're yeah, we can handle the hard stuff, right? I mean, we're having yeah. this really high level conversation Rest assured, we got it. But 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 really, a lot of this is in the listener's hands, the person who's watching this, and, and, and really making sure you realize that there can be barriers and thought processes and you know other things. So, good point. Right, and we've talked. We talked about that. I'm sure you're still loving the brain tap, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Game changer. It is. It is. So as far that was my hour um, of my Facebook Live last night, where I was, and then it didn't save. So as far as how do they get in contact with you? I know you have a, an awesome website. So tell us how they get in contact with you. Sure. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all that. Um, but my website is Dr. Kelly Beat Lime. So D-R-K-E-L-L-Y BeatLime.com. I put articles that I publish. I have a really nice article for a layperson on how to dampen your mTOR so your body will naturally kick on the autophagy. Very simple, very simple. And you can, doctors can print it out and hand it. You can put your name on it. I don't care as long as people learn how to better take care of their bodies. So that's how you contact me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond booked with um, patients right now. I'm booked out so far. You know how, how that is. So um, it's a little bit hard for me to to actually take a peek at like genetics and things right now, but hopefully that'll be opening up a, a little bit sooner. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, you can email me um, on that website. And that's new, right? Because it wasn't that wasn't your website before, was it? No, that's pretty new. So, and we're we're constantly trying to revamp things. So that's really cool. And then the other the other um, the two other um, parting um, suggestions were the. The two, uh, 3.0 complete, is that what it's called? Phase three complete detox from professional health products. Yep. Okay. okay. And then the other one was, what was the other one called? Phase 2.5 complete detox by uh, professional health products. And you, re you recommend both of them, uh, you know, uh, is there one more than the other you would recommend? More than well, three? Yeah. Some will say that you're wasting... <laughs> wasting your money if you're just going to pour binders into your body if you're super inflamed and you're not even pushing toxins into your gut but it's not black or white right so you know maybe you shouldn't take four of the phase three uh you know unless you're doing some things to open up your 2.5 um but it's not it's not worthless your body's still going to put to you know toxins into your bile and it's going to go through i would prefer that you know a a doctor sit down with a, with a patient and kind of assess their situation, please reach out to me. Please contact me. If you have any questions, practitioners on how to use this um, the best way. But uh, you know, I think of it as if you're going to go, if you're going to try and dampen your inflammation, you're going to open up your phase two door, you're going to need a, a binder. So I would say, don't use the 2.5. You're not going to, you're not going to have that insurance policy um, to grab those toxins. Right. And, and that's the last thing I would say, too, in terms of a lot of smart listeners on here, um, but realize that you're the patient and your job is to live your life and not, you know, put your you know, head in the books and, and try to figure this out on your own. Uh, and not only that, when you learn the genetics like we do, which we're still learning and always will be learning, um, the more you learn about it, the more you realize it comes down to 
what are the environmental or the epigenetic things that are ultimately causing these genetic susceptibilities to be relevant in the first place, which is that's where you need that extra support, where you need to talk to someone like us who, who can actually customize, and that's what I say, we customize a, a recovery protocol based on what are your unique epigenetic factors that happen to create a perfect storm with the inhibitors of the enzymes that aren't working properly, that don't allow for proper methylation activity to take place, which is over 250 cellular activities. And, and people always ask me, why would I do a genetic test? Well, we want to see how susceptible you are to being able to turn off the expression of an infection, being able to regenerate your DNA, being able to repair your cells, being able to make neurotransmitters to deal with stress, being able to make hormones, being able to clear all those out. It's pretty important, and, and but, but at the same time, once we get past understanding the genetic component, it comes down to really, how are we gonna fix this environmentally with what you're doing? And, and, and having two great products for those genetic um, susceptibilities and the environmental uh, perfect storms for removing toxins is, is really key. And then, like you said, eating healthy um, and eating less and getting good oxygen and all that stuff really, really is an improper mindset. So um, as far as parting suggestions or any parting words of wisdom that you have for us? I would just say that, you know, this was, this is pretty high level and that we're just always learning. We're just like, we're just like patients. We're just learning and um, we're collecting all the information and, and doing the, the, the best that we can. And that um, it is, it is your job to, to live as a patient, your job to, to do the best. And some things can be so confusing because you hear one thing and then you hear the next thing. So um, I'm, I'm just glad um, that there's practitioners like you, Joel, who I learned from, um, you know, that we're always looking to, to really help. But, but I think the main parting word is, is that what 2.5 is, it's just your biochemistry. It's just the way your body works. And all I'm trying to do with the message and the renaming of, of this process is really just honor what we have. And like you said, manage the epigenetics, manage the stress, manage that, because it's not like there's some magical pill out there that's going to make everything go away. There rarely is that. There rarely is. And it's helpful to have a, a, a trained practitioner to know what exactly you may need. But really, again, honoring the mitochondria, honoring what it's already doing, and just getting, getting things out of, out of the way, supporting them with the cofactors. And I listened to your talk about minerals and, and vitamins and you know, just giving the materials to the, to the body um, is, is really important. So I would, I would, I would part ways with you with, with just saying that is that, you know, if you want to get your bitter herbs from a, a tea, please, please do it. If you want to eat artichokes instead of taking it and, you know, do it like the sulforaphane, big time nutrient, amazing nerve two stimulator. The best way to get is broccoli sprouts. So good diet, good food, good air, clean air, you know, clean water. I always say that nothing trumps hydration, uh, nutrition, rest in peace, nothing. That's awesome. Well, great. Thank you. And we will do another one. We just won't wait so long from the last time. And um, I thank you so much, Kelly, for giving us your time and, and, and enlightening us and what you're learning. And I look forward to our next meeting. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into today's show. 
If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.